Hello everyone, I'm Justin Decker, Features Editor for The Wit for ProfCast. The H3N2 virus is giving the country quite a scare, but the Rowan Wellness Center says there's nothing out of the ordinary to be worried about this flu season. Today I'm sitting down with Scott Woodside, the Director of Student Health from the Wellness Center and Nurse Practitioner Kathleen Dolan. Guys, it's good to have you on the show. Hello, Justin. Thank you. All right, so today we're going to be talking about the H3N2 virus and how it's not so scary. Um, so my first question is, is the H3N2 virus is an influenza virus subtype. Now, what does that exactly mean? So every year, the World Health Organization and CDC gather, and they look at what strains of influenza has been dominant in the most recent um, season of flu. See, the flu season is typically in the wintertime, right? So anywhere from October ranging into um, March. Um, no one really knows when it'll start and when it'll peak. Um, but so they determine which strains of influenza dominate, and that's the, the strains they recommend to put into the next year's um, manufacturing process. H3N2 is one of four strains in the quadrivalent vaccine that, that we've administered here at Rowan and that many um, practitioners use. There's also a trivalent strain of the vaccine. There's typically two A's and two B's in the quadrivalent vaccine. A is one of the two. The other is H1N1. And how does that differ from H3N2, like symptom-wise? Is it the same or is it... Yeah, every, every flu has its own characteristics, but they're very similar in that, you know, they cause fever, they cause sore throats, coughs, headaches, um, muscle pains, sometimes nausea, vomiting. Um, so they all can produce those type of symptoms, um, but they, they each react differently. So not every strain of influenza will cause a pandemic, for example. Not every strain will be minimal. So it really varies greatly year to year. Okay. And how does this flu season differ from other years in the recent past? Yeah, that's a good question, Justin. I mean, I, I used to run flu programs when I worked for the Gloucester County Health Department. I can tell you every season is different. There is really no way to predict how severe either the illness is or how easily transmitted um, the virus is. <clears throat> that's why we have general recommendations that we make, um, you know, vaccinating being one of them. You know, I, I say that flu um, transmission is contagious and highly contagious, but it is preventable largely um, if we follow certain steps, like to get vaccinated. So um, we strongly encourage individuals of all populations and age groups to get vaccinated. Um, and that's something that should be done yearly uh, because the vaccine does change from time to time. And it's important to make sure that we are protecting uh, the public at large um, with the vaccine that, that dominated in the, in the years past. So uh, it's important that we look at that. And there's other things you do other than vaccinations um, that we'll talk about, but, but definitely making sure you wash your hands throughout the day, not just once a day or after you use the bathroom. Make sure you practice social distancing. If you are ill, isolate yourself from other individuals who are ill. Uh, cough into your sleeve and sneeze into your sleeve. Don't cough uh, because droplets do carry. Uh, to make sure that that's important to note as well. All right, and that's what most people can do at home, especially if they haven't gotten their vaccine yet. Um, and so what else does the Wellness Center currently offer in, besides uh, vaccine and, and other treatments? Yeah, so one thing I'm gonna have Kathy uh, talk about, Kathleen talk about is what we do here in the Wellness Center when we see a student, um, and then we'll have some recommendations for students. Right, we, so all matriculated students, right, can come into the Wellness Center. Uh, for evaluation and we do recommend that if you feel like you have the flu to please come in we do have a flu test which is free of charge um, and so 
within 15 minutes we can administer that flu test and, and hopefully have an answer for you. Um, however, we can also do a complete evaluation and listen to your symptoms and we can potentially uh, diagnose you with the flu uh, based on our clinical judgment. So with or without a flu test, uh, with a positive or negative flu test, we can, we can decide how, how we would like to treat you. Um, the flu is a virus and so antibiotics will not help with the flu. Um, we would encourage symptomatic treatment, so um, anytime you're coughing or when you're feeling congested, we recommend uh, over-the-counter, you know, NyQuil's or DayQuil's, uh, Mucinex, something to ease the symptom symptoms. Um, and if you fall into the criteria, uh, we have an antiviral medicine called Tamiflu, which we could uh, prescribe if, if we feel it's necessary. All right. Is there anything else you want to add to let students know about how to take care of themselves during the season? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, so in general, we're concerned about the immune compromised, right? So those people who might have a weakened immune system for any number of reasons, whether they're on um, medication that suppresses their immune system or they, they have a chronic condition of some sort. So we're concerned about those populations. We're concerned, obviously, about the very young and the very old whose immune systems are not fully developed or fu fully functional. But I don't want this population, especially our students, the normally healthy 18 to 23 year olds to be complacent because really the two things you can do going back to vaccines. So you get a vaccine to really protect yourself as an individual, but also to protect the public. So the way the flu is transmitted and so easily transmitted, it's important to have as many people vaccinated as possible to protect what's called the herd immunity or the public at large. So um, that's an important part of, um, of, of the public health initiative that we have here in the Wellness Center, as well as that takes place in really every county in, in, in the country. Um, is trying to protect as many people by vaccinating and preventing that transmission. Now, I think you noted earlier about um, you know, how effective it was, and no vaccine is 100% effective. Flu especially is a little difficult um, to, um, to wipe out, you know, the entire, all the strains of flu. That's why it's important to every year get that vaccination to help support and bolster your immunity to it. Um, and H3N2, there are certain studies that are looking at the effectiveness of it. And like I said, it's definitely not 100% effective, um, but it does prevent and it could limit um, the duration of symptoms. So that's another important aspect, not necessarily prevention, but limiting duration. So those are all very important factors. Um, Kathleen, yeah, you say something? I think what we would want our students to know is that first and foremost, vaccination uh, can help you and help everyone else prevent from getting the flu. Um, it is not too late to get a flu shot. We offer it here. You can schedule an appointment, right? Mm -hmm. um, you could go to a local pharmacy or to your primary care provider to get a flu shot. Uh, number two, we would like you to know to wash your hands thoroughly. Um, sing happy birthday twice. That's what we, how we encourage washing the flu or washing your hands. Um, washing and the flu away. <laughs> washing the flu away. Try not to touch your, your eyes, your, your nose, your mouth. Uh, this is how flu, how any germs can enter our body. Um, and then cough into your sleeve. Cover your cough, wash your hands. Um, they say the flu virus uh, in particular can travel, 
I heard up to 10 feet. So it can travel uh, far. So, um, All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mr. Woodside. Thank you, Ms. Dolan. Thank you. I've been Justin Decker for ProfCast.